Welcome to the What's That Podcast. My name is Ernie Stone. And I am Thomas Hebert. We'd like to thank you for joining us today. All right. We are finally back. Finally. After seven and a half months off. (laughs) Um, We're basically like teachers. We take three months off (laughs) and then we're back to it. That is going to go over very, very well. We'll lose all of our teaching audience. Um, which I'm sure is like 90% of our audience. Uh, um, so what, what's what been going on? Why haven't we podcasted in seven that and a half months? That is a valid question. Uh, last week I had class. Right. Yep. That was... <laughs> we, uh, we had... Um, we could have podcasted from class. The, we, that was a tough class. I mean, I would have rather been podcasting. We could have just podcasted the whole class. It's fun. That's true. Three and a half hour long podcast. That is literally the only Thursday I can remember anything happening. We had the cross conference. Oh, we were going to podcast from that. Right. I forgot the backpack. It's okay. <laughs> um, I mean, there's plenty of time to. Did we ever have snow days? Was that ever I'm sure an excuse? We had okay, snow we've been days. getting a lot of snow lately. So. Anyways, this is just two grown men making excuses while they it's have true. been slacking off. We probably could have podcasted at least right. eight times. So, I mean, at, at, at some point we could have just done it over Skype. And That's anyways, true. hey, but I will say this: we also didn't have a whole lot of topics submitted. True. So that's where you guys come in. Yep. We need you to, um, give us topics. Things that you would like two people who probably don't know what we're talking about to talk about. Right. But we can sure research other people (laughs) and give their opinions. (laughs) That is is very true. So, yes, if there are a few ways of doing this now. You can uh, email us at whatsthatpod at gmail.com you just need seven and a half months off and you know the email that's address. true what's that pod i studied it beforehand not really what's that pod at gmail.com email us your questions topics things like that also we now have a facebook group we do called what's that podcast correct i'm literally looking at it right now so join the what's that podcast facebook group or if you'd like us to invite you to it we can do that too uh, and then let us know your topics. So today's topic is actually coming from the Facebook group. That is very true. Our Facebook group that's been up for like three weeks now. Correct. I don't know how long it's been. Since the last time we podcasted. So seven um, and a half months. It was created December 22nd. Hmm. So that's been how long? It's been over a month over a since month. we podcasted. Yikes. Um, anywho. Um, it's a question from Oscar. Um... How about an episode on why attending a worship gathering is important? Um, he also included these two weeks have been rough, where we had two weeks of snow days, right? Um, and then he on Sundays, so we were unable right. to meet together, correct? Right. Um, and then a latter topic discussed football games and how they don't actually matter. Lol. That's a, a pretty quick discussion, actually. That is a very quick. Do discussion. you believe they matter? I mean. They matter to the players. Right. Do they matter in the grand scheme of things? Absolutely not. Right. I agree. Good job, Oscar. All right. I hope we settled that. <laughs> I also like that he put the football games. He didn't the specify football. which ones. <laughs> Any football game. Because um, most high school football games are very hard to watch. Let that, alone that can be very true. Matter. Um, anyways, that's enough of picking on high schoolers. Yep. Um, so. Let's pick on some adults. Let's pick on 
all the adults. <laughs> Why is attending a worship gathering important? Right. So, um, a couple of things just to remember in context here. First of all, that you already brought up the the idea of two weeks off kind of got us thinking through, or, or at least Oscar, but I know it was going through my mind as right. well. Why have these past few weeks been so miserable? And it's been because we were unable to meet together um, and worship. It really did have an impact on me. But it also, we are speaking at a time, we're podcasting on this, at a time when people do not have to go to church to get the quote-unquote church experience. Correct. Um, with with a lot of churches doing um, Facebook Live or, or whatever, you can literally sit in the comfort of your own home. You can watch the singing. I'm guessing people probably don't sing along at home. I'm sure there's people who do. Maybe they do. Uh, you can hear the prayer requests. You can uh, do all that stuff. And you can watch the sermon. And so I think for many people, they probably have a very similar question of this. Why is it important that I actually go to church and be there with other people? Right. Um, I would even take that a step further. Anytime I can watch Matt Chandler, John Piper, Paul Washer yeah. while sitting in my underwear. Right. That sounds fantastic. Right. Um, <laughs> Instead put, of getting all dressed up. Right. That just put a bad picture in a lot <laughs> of people's brain. Uh, it's going to be there um, the rest of the day for me. Um, I, I think, and I think you would agree with this, this kind of toes a line, lines of church membership as well. Yep. Because um, just attending service isn't really going to do a whole lot for you. Right. Um, and that's something that I know we've discussed outside of the podcast right. quite a bit. Um, and Our we, elders retreat. We are, yeah. That was like the topic that of conversation. Topic. <laughs> um, I mean, first and foremost, I think gathering as a church, it's very scriptural. Yep. Um, I can list these 87 scriptures I have listed <laughs> down. Um, I'm not going to read the book of Acts. Oh, yeah. Um, that's pretty much the whole book. Um, Acts 2, we see it's an example of the early church. Right. Uh, verse 46, it talks about them, uh, these early believers, attending the temple together. Right. And I'm guessing, I, I just reading the rest of Acts 2 into Acts 4, um, I'm guessing that these worship gatherings uh, were, were much more than what we do today. Like, I, I get the sense that they were spending life together. Right. Um, that they were daily, like, breaking bread together and uh, being in each other's company and, and all this kind of stuff. But we do know that they went to the temple. That's This is how they would celebrate the Sabbath converted into the Lord's Day. Right. Um, and, and so it is a very biblical practice for the purpose of the early church. It's a biblical practice for Jesus. Yeah. Uh, it talks about, where is it here? Luke 4.16, he went to the synagogue on the Sabbath day, as was his custom. Mm -hmm. So it, it was habit or custom in the life of Jesus to actually go for a communal worship right. gathering. Uh, so it's not just the early church. We see that Jesus practiced this as well. And we see it hugely in the Old Testament. Absolutely. All of the worship that they did, <laughs> right. I mean, just seems to be a very uh, communal thing. Even when they worshipped the golden calf. Even, <laughs> it was even when they were worshipping things that they weren't supposed <laughs> right. to be, they still did it in community with each other. 
I wonder if Yahweh was like, well, this could be worse. (laughs) They could be doing this individually. You you got it partway. You're missing the main topic. (laughs) The main issue here. (laughs) So why don't we, really quick before we get too far into this, why don't we describe, because this is some terminology that I've used that I picked up from Lincoln that Oscar actually used in the question. What do we mean when we say a worship gathering? Good question. Um, I would love to just sit here and be like, well, clearly a church service. Right. Um, And that's part of it for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that's probably what Oscar was getting at with his question. Right. Since we had been snowed out two weeks of Sunday morning worship. Um, And I I mean, I think it goes more even deeper than that. Like getting together with other believers Mm -hmm. and like you said earlier, just doing life together. Right. Um, But I I do feel like this question was pinpointed at the Sunday morning worship service. So the the reason that we use that terminology um, is because it's a gathering of worshipers. Right. Uh, When we talk about a worship service or something like that, what my mind automatically limits it to is this is where worship happens. Right is in the context of this service. And I would rather be able to communicate to people a worship gathering on Sunday morning is a gathering of people who are already worshiping to actually come and corporately worship together. Correct. And and we have to recognize, because this is probably my temptation in my life and probably in a lot of people's as well, that this is more than just a sermon. Right. Like the sermon is not the focal point of... A worship gathering. There are a lot of equally important parts. So we would talk about fellowship. We'd talk about communion, giving of our offerings, prayer, the intake of the word, the reflection on the word, which would be the sermon, uh, singing, congregational singing, all of this stuff. Even I know a lot of churches, uh, we don't do this probably as much as we should, but have a time of um, confession and, you know, even corporate confession. And so all of these things make up what is the worship gathering, correct? Correct. Okay. Um, one thing that we we don't do as a church mm-hmm. that I really, really enjoy is corporate reading of scripture. That's true. Um, which is something So everybody that, reads it together. Right. Uh, which is something I, I actually this Sunday, really enjoy, enjoy. We're going to do it. Ezekiel 23.20. There, yeah, <laughs> we will not do it for that one. I will also censor myself while I read it. Goodness, King James. There are there are texts though that you're like, we've got like fourth graders in here, and so right. just two weeks ago, actually, um, how oh, it's so awkward. You're you're reading through the text and it says the word orgies, yeah, and it's like. That's just one of those words that it's hard to get out while you're reading the text. And so there are good passages. There, yep. And there are genealogies probably you don't want to. Oh, come on. <laughs> I mean, I can't even read them myself, let alone. And Mephibosheth <laughs> begat Issachar. And I don't think that those things actually happen. So I'm not actually quoting scripture there. But that's what we're talking about with the worship gathering. The reading of scripture, the the reflection on it, singing, prayer, giving, communion, all these things add up. And that's 
that's even apart from like Sunday school, which is still something right. that happens on Sunday morning. We're speaking specifically, why is it that we gather together as an entire church family to worship? Right? Correct. Okay. And we know it's because Jesus did it. We know it's because it's prescribed both in the Old Testament and the New Testament. Now the question turns to why? Why is it so prescribed? Why is it such an important part of life? And why should we miss it when we have two weeks without it? Um, I, four quick points. Yes. Four, not three. Four. Ugh. Um, Not like David Platt's 50-point All right, 50-point sermon. sermon. Here we go. No. <laughs> one, we already touched one, so it's really only three more points. Okay. God said so. Yep. Um, and he knows best. Even in the the one I had highlighted was Hebrews 10.25. Yes. Not give up meeting together was the mm-hmm. section that just, I, I don't, says it. Boom. Next. And um, it's really interesting just to hop on that train yeah, for yeah. a second. And I'll I'll come back to this text later on. Um but not neglecting to meet together as is the habit of some. Right. Meaning people have made it a uh, a habit to neglect meeting together. Right. And so for me, I, I, I guess I read this text as make it a habit of being together. Right. Um, and, and so that's a, that will hit you pretty hard if you understand that the author of Hebrews under the inspiration of the spirit is saying have the habit or the custom like with Jesus of being together in worship. Yeah. Good. Okay. I'm glad you didn't disagree. I disagree. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, if you'd asked me like seven years ago, I might have pushed back harder on those. Right. Um, me too, probably. Right. Let's see. Worshiping together seems to be more powerful seems to be interesting verbiage i yeah i probably should have put seems in there but um you look at matthew eighteen twenty, where two or three are gathered in my name there i am among them something special happens right when people are together um that's why i said seems because right there's also the holy spirit who mm-hmm. dwells in everyone but i i feel as if this is something else that happens right that i can't explain kind of a, along those points this is something i had written down um, you know, we, we have these things in, in scripture and, uh, in the life of the church that we call spiritual disciplines or right. holy habits or something like that. Um, and some of those are meant to be done individually. Um, fasting, likely that's going to be a holy habit that you personally decide to do. Maybe you do it with a, a small group or something like that, but it, it seems like, more often than not, it's a, a personal thing. We understand that there is personal prayer, that we are to always have this attitude of prayer, prayer, pray without ceasing, and we're not always with other people praying. So there are some of these disciplines that are meant to happen individually right. in our own lives. In fact, one of the spiritual disciplines is solitude and silence. Yeah. The more people you have, the less likely solitude and silence <laughs> are to happen. However, at the same time, there's also an awful lot of spiritual disciplines that are meant to happen within community yeah, uh, and within fellowship with one another. And um, unfortunately, I think we've taken that idea of the intake of the word of God and we've made that a very individual thing. Right. And yet 
you know, things like the, the discipline of fellowship or the holy habit of fellowship that cannot happen on our own. And it likely is not going to be happening when it's just us being with our family, at least not, not in the biblical sense. And so there is something about, yes, there's, there's something powerful about individual faith and, and all that kind of stuff. And at the same time, there is something that is very special that happens. I'm glad you drew attention to that Matthew passage. Um, there is something very special and powerful that happens when you have a community of believers. Right. Okay. I like that point. That's really good. Well, good. Good. Um, <clears throat> Christian community is my third point. Okay. The encouragement, the building up of others. Um, and you can even go to the point of um, dealing with like, and here's where you get into membership, like overseers. Mm-hmm. Kind of keeping you on the straight and narrow. Right. As opposed to veering left and right or I don't know what analogy you want to use there. but Absolutely. Um, th- that idea of we by ourselves can't really hold ourselves accountable. Right. <laughs> That's, um, we're, we're pretty miserable. <laughs> right, right. I mean, I think I do a great job of it, but that we is can fool ourselves not pretty necessarily easily. the case. Um but yeah, I think especially the the encouragement you get from doing mm-hmm. community with with Christians and with other Christians, especially from your local church. Right. Um, I would say uh, take a couple of those thoughts even further. Um, I really like that Hebrews ten twenty four twenty five passage yeah. because it speaks to this. It says, "And let us consider how to stir up one another." Uh, to love and to good works, not neglecting to meet together as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day drawing near. And so you have this idea. It's not just, hey, we're we're here. It's right. not just a checklist of, hey, I want you to go and be in community with people just for the sake of being in community with people. It is entirely meant that you're stirring up one another towards love towards being a more loving person. Right. You're stirring up one another to good works, meaning obedience, doing the things that God asks you to do, and you're encouraging one another in the faith. Uh, Things, all of these, that at least this text makes it seems like you cannot do it on your own. You have to have other people who can stir you up in some of these things. And so one of the points that I had here was that um, likely there are many who attend a weekly worship gathering who do not take full advantage of that weekly gathering. Right. So it's not just the fact that you're here. It's that you understand the purpose of being here. Correct. And I can say here because we're sitting in a church building. That is true. Does that make sense? Yes. That makes okay. perfect sense. Okay. Um... And the only other thing I had along those lines was we we grow more together than alone. Yeah. And this is someone who honestly learns better by himself, but I learned better bouncing ideas off of people. Right. And seeing. Um, so in your own intentional study. Right. You probably um, can take in a lot more when you're by yourself. Correct. Uh, when you don't have distractions, things like that. However, you're going to gain a better understanding of those topics as you begin talking about them. Correct. And right, right, right. 
yeah, I I think that's true. Probably for a lot of people, um, we we seem to be living in the world of distractions right now, <laughs> and um, you know, I I think that a lot of people would say if I could just block everything else out, then I could learn this really well. Uh, but we don't really take ownership of it at that point. Yeah. And so that that's a really good point. I like that. We we actually grasp it better. This is why education is a thing. Right. You know, why the, the purpose of classrooms and things like that. So that people can learn in community. Yeah. At uh, one point I was going to make, I just now remembered it from your last point. Because you brought up... Um, you know, being under the authority of right. the elders and stuff. I was just reading an article this morning uh, by David Mathis in which he said one of the great benefits of being a part of a church family and coming weekly on Sunday morning to, to worship together um, is that you willingly put yourself under the authority of somebody. Right. And, you know, you and I, I'm a pastor, you're an elder. We still place ourselves under the authority of the rest of the eldership Correct. here. Uh, we were just talking about that at our uh, retreat this past week, that um, all of us have made the choice to be a part of this church and to submit. And that's not a very popular thing nowadays. No. In fact, I would say that's probably what keeps a lot of folks away from church membership, uh, which is a really sad thing. But when we come together on Sundays, we are reminded of that, that we are, we have committed ourselves to being under somebody else's authority. Right. Which is a good thing because we are always under God's authority. So any example of that that we can get in our day-to-day life is a good thing. Absolutely. Hmm. Uh, one of the things that I had here that I think is really important, it shows our priority. Um, we, we can say a lot of things and, and actually believe them in our own heart. But when we actually put feet to those ideas that we're saying, it shows that we actually believe the things that we say. Does that make sense? No, I did not. Okay. Say it again. Say it slower. We can, maybe I'll rephrase it this way. We can believe certain things, but when we actually act out of those beliefs, okay. it shows better that we do believe oh, okay. those yeah, things. Yeah. So that we do, in fact. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. That would have been the most appropriate way to just, <laughs> you know. <laughs> actions do speak louder than words. Um, but I, I just remember reading something a few years ago of like our core beliefs, the things that actually drive us to action. We have a lot of peripheral beliefs, Mm -hmm. things that we would say I believe, but it doesn't necessarily change anything within me. Right. Um, Somebody can say, I really care for the poor, but if they're not out doing things to take care of the poor, can they be sure that they actually care for the poor? So when we talk about, church and and we say that god is my priority and that i love god and that i want to worship him and the church is my priority and the fellowship of believers is my priority and yet we resist going to church together Mm -hmm. and, and being a part of a worship gathering 
I think it, it draws into our hearts this question of, do we actually believe those things? Right. Do I actually prioritize God the way that I say I prioritize God? Do I actually prioritize the church and be belonging to a church the way that I think that I do? Um, one thing that kind of sparked in my head was Gandhi who said something along the lines of... <laughs> um, Gandhi through the filter of Thomas. Right. I, I love your God. I hate your Christians. Right. I've I, heard that. Right. I don't mm-hmm. know what the exact terms were. Right. Um, so what you're saying is at that point, Gandhi did not, does not truly. I, and I, oh yeah. That, that takes right. us in a whole nother right, 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 right. rabbit trail, but that's really important. I mean, that's what trip Lee was speaking of right. at, at cross conference. This idea of, if you say you love God, but you hate the church or you don't like gathering as the church or you don't like being around these right. other Christians, this is reflecting your heart towards God. Okay. I, I would I would 100% agree with that. Right. Um, I was just trying to get some better clarification. Right. Um, yeah, and, and the point that, that I was really trying to make initially, I guess, is just that we can say all day long, I love God and I love God's people. Mm-hmm. If we do not pr- actually in our actions prioritize God and God's people, then it ought to call into to our hearts some form of question. Do I actually love God the way that I say that I love God? Do I actually love the people of God the way that I say I love the people of God? Um, this leads me to a quote by one Paul Washer. <laughs> I love you, Paul Walker. I told you I will try to force him into this there podcast <laughs> as much as possible. Um, and he had a similar quote in the Calvinist movie. Okay. Um, this is not from the Calvinist movie. Uh, but if you do get a chance, check out the Calvinist movie. Great it's movie. Very good. Documentary. That's literally the title. Right. Calvinist. Calvinist. Right. Um, if you are not involved in a local church under its authority, under its care, under its teaching, then you are not at present in the center of God's will. Whew. Leave it to Paul Washer, man. <laughs> I feel like nobody else is saying it. Maybe like John MacArthur. Or, right, right. But they know. won't say it like that. Right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there is some disobedience right. in your heart, basically, is the point that he's making. And more importantly, you're not listening to God. Right. Um, just something to... That's that's one of the biggest when uh, I was just having a conversation this morning with somebody who was saying that he was talking to somebody else who was saying, I, I can be a good person. I can love God without being a part of the local church. And yes, there is some truth to that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, <laughs> what was that noise? He just went, no. <laughs> Thomas apparently is eating pizza while we're... I will. <laughs> but, I don't know, like, there, there is severe disobedience there. Right. Like, it's so clearly commanded in Scripture to be a part of the local church and to, to uh, I believe, even in those words is this idea of um, become a member and place yourself under the authority of others and attend and right. be there regularly and all this stuff. And if that is not going on, 
are you able to say, well, I can still be a good person without that, and I can still love God without that? You can say it, but there's going to be some doubt cast on right. it. I mean, it's it's when um, Jesus and Peter were talking on the beach, hmm? and he's like, Peter, do you love me? Yes, then keep my commands. Right. That's not Jesus. Feed my just, sheep. Do right, all, right, right, right. right, right. That's, yeah. not, that's not Jesus just throwing that out there because it's fun. Literally, right. everything I say, <laughs> keep them. Right. Know them. Yep. Live them. Um, oh, man. Yeah, it doesn't get much more clear than that. If you love me, then you will You'll keep my right. commands. I mean, that... Boy. So here's maybe... Uh, did you have anything else on no, no, what we were talking no. about right there? So uh, I wanted to kind of give the flip side of it. Um, maybe we can kind of close out our podcast with this. What happens when we do not attend? So we we kind of see here are the benefits of, um, you know, becoming a member of the local church and attending and, and making it a priority. Right. What happens, let's just say we've got somebody who uh, comes to New Horizon Christian Church, would consider this to be their church home, but they're saying, I'll be there once a month. Or I'll be there every other week. What What is the detriment in a person's life who says, this will be my pattern? You miss things. <laughs> you don't know what's going <laughs> right, on in right, the life right. of the church. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, though. you right. on, on some level, I mean, how many prayer requests do we have brought up? How many, right. um, how many conversations do we have one-on-one? with people that they're giving us glimpses into their lives. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and we do miss out on that when we're not here. So that's, that is very accurate. We do miss things. I, maybe the way that I wanted to, uh, I, I've been thinking a lot about that question. Um, I feel like your faith just becomes anemic. Yeah. It's not nearly as strong as it should be. It's not, you're not going to be stirred up to love good works. You're not going to be following the example of Christ. You're not following the commands of, of God. You're right. not following the, the practices of the early church. And we could talk, and you know, you could spend a whole nother podcast on, are we doing the things that the early church did? But at, at a basic frontline level, like you're not here. Right. You're not doing what the early church did. And so all of that is going to take a toll on your faith. For sure. These spiritual disciplines that are meant to happen in community and fellowship with other believers, you're not disciplining yourself. You're not creating these holy habits in your life. And so I think your faith just becomes brittle yeah. at some point. I, you know, it. God is in community. Like, God is a communal being. This is what separates us from an awful lot of other religions. Right. But, you know, within himself, God is Father, Son, and Spirit, and they love each other perfectly, and they're in relation with each other perfectly. And I think that that has to be held up as the model for the church. Yeah, I mean, if, if you do believe <clears throat> that... We're strengthened through community. We learn better through community. 
and you're not part of a community, are right. you being strengthened? Are you really learning? Right. I mean, it. I'm exactly what you what you just said. Like, you're you're not you're not growing. Right. And that's what we're supposed to do. That's supposed to be not. our lives. Right. Right. So I, I I guess we see some great detriments to to when we don't. Uh, make it a priority to attend worship together. Uh, and we see some huge benefits to our faith for that. Um, one thing Allie and I always talk about, my wife Allie, um, because like coming up in March, we're going to be on vacation for a couple days and we're going to miss a Sunday. Right. Um, we always want to continually be at a place that when we cannot be there, we miss the church and the church misses us. Right. And I think that there's probably a lot of folks, I'm hoping this isn't the case here. I'm I'm guessing there probably are some that just do not miss it when they aren't here. Right. And so um, I would encourage, I, I think both of us would encourage people get plugged into the local church. Um, make it a priority to be there, have that be a custom or a habit in your life Yeah. Uh, to be there on Sunday morning and go in with the right mindset of what you expect to happen on Sunday. Yeah. It's not just, I'm here to check it off a checklist or anything like that. It's here because this is what's best for my faith. Yeah. This is what I want to do. This is right. what I long to do. Right. Absolutely. Did we miss anything? Not, not in my notes. Okay. So once again, we will say, uh, feel free to join our Facebook group. What's right. that podcast? I'm guessing you can just search for what's that podcast yes. and find it. Um, and then also find us on iTunes, uh, Spotify, almost wherever. anywhere. Right. Just look up. What's that podcast? Did you hear that? It sounded mm-hmm. like I was flatulating. I'm literally rubbing my thumb against a chair. There are no chairs in here. <laughs> we're, we're sitting on the floor outside. <laughs> um, and if, if you have any questions, comments, anything that you'd like to, uh, um, any topics you'd like us to discuss, right. what's the email address? What's that pod at gmail.com? What's that pod at gmail.com? You forgot it. I did. And we will try very, very hard to not have another month go by. Uh, We're hoping in the next week or two we'll have another episode. Correct? Yeah. Anything else? Nope. All right. Well, thanks, everyone, for listening, and we will see you later. Bye. Bye.